Welcome to the Semi-Retired Agent Podcast. Have you ever thought about what's next? You sold your first home, then you sold 10 homes, and eventually 100 homes. Now you're selling 25 homes or more every year. Great! So, what's next? This was the exact question I asked myself three years ago. And when I thought about it, I realized what I really wanted was to leave a legacy. And the cold hard truth was, I wasn't going to be able to do that just by selling more homes. I needed to find a way to build others and their businesses if I was really going to make a difference. Investing in them and investing in myself, using the power of leverage to impact agents and their families. I've made it my mission to continue to impact more than 200 agents and their families, helping them live the semi-retired life. My name is Brandon DeBeer, and you're listening to the Semi-Retired Agent Podcast. Welcome back. Here we are. Chapter nine, understanding the old model. And you'll see what I mean by the old model. You'll understand why I don't put tradition there because uh, we talked about tradition earlier and we can see how tradition can affect us. Uh, So just like anything, in order to grow um, into something new, we'll have to understand where we were, where where we were and, and to best understand where we're going, we need to understand where we have come from. And I want you to think about this for a second. Uh, most models right now, almost all of them, real estate models, were invented or created prior to the internet. And for the most part, all companies until recently kind of work on this same idea of of the way that of, of pre-internet type stuff. But now we have the internet, which kind of kind of changes everything if if you think about it. Um, so really, the all the old models kind of work the same, right? You know, you start with an international company, breaks itself up into into regions, so you have regional owners, then you have franchise owners, then you have brokers and managers, and then you have agents, right? Um, you know, th- this was a great model pre-internet, and the challenge now is in, in the modern day is that in order to do this, it's it's the cost of the brick and mortar and why you why you have to use brick and mortar in order to to keep that that franchise going and what's happening is that people are paying you know unnecessary costs for you know not just not just to pay everybody above you as far as you know the agents make the commission then they pay a little bit to the brokers and managers they pay a little bit to the franchise owners a little bit to the regional owners and then to the international company right so all all of your split is getting paid. You know, there's some some places that offer profit share, and profit share is what it is the profit. You're getting a cut of the profit. Well, what profits left after you continue to pay and pay and pay and pay? You know, what's left? Especially when you're paying for you know utilities and you're paying for coffee and you're paying for you know taxes or whatever. You're paying for secretary, all that stuff that goes with each office. Um, there's a lot of a lot of you know the profits get smaller, smaller, smaller each time you're paying. Uh, for something else. And so, you know, in the past, this this was a great model, right? Um, you know, and it definitely served its pers- purpose, but now, in, in my opinion, it's a little outdated. And, uh, you know, we've never been more connected with our clients. Uh, we've never been, especially right now, at the time of this recording, we are going through COVID-19. There's no open houses in, in my market. Uh, there's, there's things that you can't do. You can't show a tenant occupied property so what is a, a, a landlord trying to sell or investor trying to sell their home? They can't because no, well, you, they can, but they can't show it because of the current laws that we have in place. Um, 
But other than that, like, okay, you can't have an open house, but we're so connected with technology right now, we can do a Zoom call. We can do anything that goes in and says, hey, I'll do a virtual tour for you. You wanna come with me? I'll do a Skype call. I can go look at this open house. I can do a virtual open house where I can have, I'll go to Facebook Live. You can connect with people all over. More and more people are selling homes across the country due to technology. And again, remember when I was saying that, you know, sometimes we get, we get bombarded and, and I told you that I was talking to some guys, some people in tech and they're saying how far we were behind um, in technology. And it, it's funny that we, we continue to fight this technology. I know people still to this day that won't do an electronic signature. They go and they write everything down. When you can have something done in five minutes, instead you have to take a day to get it back because you have to wait for somebody to get off work. Right now they can, they can be on a lunch break, go to their lunch break, sign from their phone. Like, why are we resisting that? It, 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 you're resisting this, this growth um, that makes everything much easier, makes you more accessible to your clients, and you're wanting, wanting to fight that. Remember, remember when I talked about tradition? You'll probably hear me mention multiple, multiple times, right? Um, and this is exactly what I'm talking about, is that we, we look at this is the way that it has been done. Honestly, unless you're in like a beach town where people are, are walking right down the street of like your old little downtown area and you have your the listings, you know, taped to the window and somebody pops in and says, what do you got? You know, and even in those spots, people are like, oh, that house is nice. I wonder what that's worth. I was in San Diego a month and a half ago and we drove down the street and saw something that was for sale. We went on the internet and found it. We didn't go pop into the little little shop there, little brick and mortar. Um, and honestly, the last time I met somebody at the office, it was like four years ago. Like if most people don't even want to meet in the office. And I know you can talk about how you know unprofessional it is not to meet somebody in the office. And I can, I, and I'll just re rebut that with, uh, you know, it, it's unprofessional for me to waste somebody's time to make them come all the way to the office when I can meet them on their lunch break uh, in the you know coffee shop by them. And, it, and to me, you can tell me all day long how unprofessional meeting in a coffee shop is, and I will tell you one thousand times. I'm not paying the fee on that one either. I'm not going to be embarrassed about meeting somebody at a coffee shop because that's kind of the where we are now, and there's no reason uh, to to push them to come meet us at a coffee shop. Or, I mean, sorry, at a at a office, a physical location, uh, you know, just to make it look like the power play that we have this massive office. So get off my soapbox a little bit. That's a little bit more than the uh, than the uh, the chapter was uh, was into, but. Uh, wanted to also let you know that we are getting into chapter 10 right after this and that will be on mindset We'll be back Next video mindset Thank you for listening to the semi-retired agent podcast Please don't forget to like and subscribe even leave a review if you'd like If you'd like a copy of my book the semi-retired real estate agent Please visit the semiretiredagent.com or if you'd like to find out if you have what it takes to become a semi-retired agent visit semiretirednow.com See you on the other side Oh, <laughs>